going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Magandan umaga. Start your weekend off right. Listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Cells are just tiny people. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. You know what song I've been listening to lately? It's a song from Pure Prairie, I forgot the, the third word, Pure Prairie Club or something. And this song is called Amy. And the lead singer who wrote the song had to leave the band, like after he writes the song. How many times during your day are you going to say to yourself, Robbie, what do you want to do? You got to make a decision. And I'm a surgeon. That's what I do for a living. And every decision I make has to be perfect because someone's life depends on it. Think about the stress in that. It's intense being right every single time. But for some reason, and I had some days off this week, and I went surfing, and I could not get that song out of my head. And then I looked at the lyrics and read the story about it. Amy, what do you want to do? It's awesome. You should listen to it. You'll enjoy that song. Awesome. What a show. The near and dear story about dogs, which I've told before, but I'll tell it again. We have time. Is about a surgeon who since passed away. His name was Saul Bernstein. Saul Bernstein was this town of Los Angeles's greatest pediatric orthopedic surgeon who particularly loved curvature of the spine, scoliosis. That was his thing. And he was a gruff, not friendly dude. Scary guy. Kind of like Mike Ditka, you know, the football coach. He is not a guy that you, you know, shake his hand, say hello to. He's, leave me alone. Tough. Well, he decides one day to leave the hospital where he worked his whole career and come to Cedars. And there was no locker rooms in the main hospital at the time because they did the spines on the eighth floor and I worked on the seventh floor. So they gave him a locker on the seventh floor because someone had just retired or I don't know what happened. But now in the locker right next to me is Saul Bernstein. This is I'm like literally afraid of this guy. He's just scary. So. I go to work one day, I'm changing my clothes into my scrubs, and there he is changing his into his scrubs. I knew who he was, he knew who I was, and I just, like, he nodded his head. I said, good morning. He didn't even say good morning, he just nodded his head. Okay, good, thank you, have a nice day. I didn't even say anything to him more. Changed my clothes, I went and did my knee surgery, hip surgery, shoulder surgery, all the different surgeries that I do, and he would go upstairs and do 10-hour, you know, scoliosis operation on on some child, and he was amazing at it. Well, sure enough, next week I'm back, and there he is. I did the good morning again, and instead of the ne the the head knob, he said good morning back. It was like, oh, my God, I was on cloud nine. The guy talked to me. I couldn't believe it. And the next week, he didn't just say good morning back. He said, I said to him, I forget, okay, the door's open. I can talk to him. You know, I love people. That's why I'm doing this radio show. I said, uh, what kind of surgery are you doing today, Saul? He said, oh, I have a 12-year-old bad scoliosis so i'm probably going to be here for probably 12 hours well good luck with your surgery uh saul god bless you for what you do and i must have said something like that got changed went into the my or and then he went up to the eighth floor the next week i said good morning you know what he said to me what kind of surgery are you doing robbie and he said my name oh my god my heart started to pound saul bernstein said my name and he yet and he said my first name robbie i couldn't believe it so this took about I won't even say a month, probably two months. He's asking me what I'm doing and asked my name. I was besides myself. So this continued on. The next month I go to change my clothes. There he is. 
I said hello, good morning. Now we're, I won't say best friends, we're friends. He has the biggest smile on his face. And I said, you, you, you're so happy today, Saul. What's going on? You have a great case to do? What's happening? He says, no, Robbie, I adopted a dog. I said, adopted a dog? He goes, yeah, my kids are all grown. They're out of the house. I got grandkids now. It's just me and my wife in the big house. I said, okay. He said, yeah, I adopted a dog. And I can't wait to get home. I'm going to do my surgery. I can't wait to get home because that dog is going to wait for me all day because I rescued this dog, Robbie. I rescued this dog from the shelter. I said, well, that's really nice. He said, yeah. I went to the shelter and I said to them, who's the dog that you're going to kill tomorrow? You know, today, that is their last day. And she said, well, we have this German shepherd. He's seven years old. Nobody wants him. He's too old. He's not a puppy. He's been with us for the limited amount of time. We can't hold him anymore. We have to make room for other dogs. So we're going to put him down. And Saul Bernstein said, that's the dog that I want. I want him, the one you're going to put down today. Really? Because we have these other cute little uh, poodles and puppies. No, I want that guy. He adopts the dog and he says to me, and Robbie, you know what I named that dog? I named that dog Lucky. And that dog, he said to me, knows that I saved him. And that dog waits for me all day long with his snout underneath the fence, waiting for my car to come, to come up the garage, the driveway. I said, oh my God. Well, fast forward a couple of years later, I hear that Saul Bernstein passed away. And I was devastated because now I'm a friend with this giant of a man in the field of orthopedic surgery, passed away. His son, believe it or not, was also an orthopedic surgeon who did pediatrics, Matt Bernstein. So I'm in the operating room. And this is a few years later, and I see Matt Bernstein. Oh, hi, Robbie, he says. How are you? I said, Matt, great to see you. And I'm, st- you know, my condolences about your dad. Oh, that's, that's fine, you know. And he went into his father's profession type of deal. I went into my father's profession, who was a carpenter. I became a carpenter in the body. Very different, but same. And I, I said to him, Matt, can I just ask you a question? He says, sure, what? I said, whatever happened to Lucky? And he starts laughing. He looks at me and goes, Lucky, how do you know about Lucky? I said, because Matt... Your dad told me about Lucky. I was with him when he adopted that dog. And he looks at me and goes, you know, now that my dad's passed away, my mom's in that big house all by herself, and we keep telling the kids she needs to move. She can't stay in that big house by herself. But you know, Robbie, she won't move. You know why? Because she doesn't want to upset Lucky. She doesn't want to have to put him away or give him away. He likes being in that big house, so she's staying in the house because of that dog, Lucky. That's my animal dog rescue story in the world of surgery, my world of surgery. Saul Bernstein, wherever you are, these are the airwaves. I hope they're going into the heavens, and I hope you hear this show. And to thank you for all the kids that you helped over your beautiful career. And thank you for rescuing that dog and naming him Lucky. Unbelievable. Giant of a man. So there you go. He was gruff until I cracked him like an egg and got inside to the yoke of that beautiful man, Saul Bernstein.